You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting in Rapid City. It's a beautiful day. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. The sky is a bright blue. It's a great day. And we are joined by one of our favorite guests, Jacques Daniel. Good morning, Jacques. Good morning. He was entertaining us in the break with some great music. We wouldn't even need introduction music if Jacques was. It would definitely be a little different than what we just heard. It would be. It would be different. Well, I am so excited. I'm going to sit back and listen to you guys talk about the men's conference that's coming up here in the Rapid City Diocese and um, area. Is it next Saturday? Next Saturday. It's coming fast. Yes, March 26th. I, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to go spend an hour in adoration for you. Nice. During the retreat or during the conference and then be able to, I guess, offer my prayers for for your guys' benefit. But other than that, I don't know what's going on. So why don't you tell us about this men's conference? Well, we've had a men's conference for uh, eight years now, it seems like. A long time? A long time. It seems like a long time. I've had a few kids in eight years. (laughs) And uh, and we've had a variety of amazing speakers, and it always just proves to be just a beautiful Saturday day away. We try to make it accessible for men to come. You know, it's it's challenging to get men to sign up for a weekend retreat, but uh, a Saturday, uh, one day Saturday event. Uh, seems to be a, a sweet spot. So uh, the day is awesome. It's filled with food and conversation, presentations, t- time for prayer, adoration, confession, mass with the bishop, mm-hmm. and um, and some amazing conversations. There's, you know, this year we are reviving. Uh, two years ago. I believe uh, we had some amazing axe throwing. I was going to ask, is, yeah. axe, is axe, axe throwing in the docket this year? Axe throwing is back. Yes. Axe throwing is back. So <laughs> um, part of the schedule includes an afterglow, um, which is going to have some amazing <laughs> uh, spirits. Some breweries have donated some brew, and, uh, and nothing goes better with beer than dangerous sharp axes yeah. so I, I i just have to say that year you guys did the axe throwing the last time you did the axe throwing my husband came home just overjoyed and pumped about this is great this is great and so each of the boys in their easter baskets that year got an axe <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and, and now they do it as as darren helps the boys and mm-hmm. they they made targets and they do axe throwing nice. so thank you for that yeah. <laughs> Some good old-fashioned fun. Yes. No, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, so I kind of want to touch base with the jock in regards to, so uh, the men's conference coming up uh, here in uh, the diocese. Who hosts it? Who hosts it? And tell us a little about Journeyman. So the organization is called Journeyman. You can find us at Journeyman. SD. SD.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just goes to the, the registration page. But um, really, it was... Um, a group of guys um, who wanted to to gather other men together to encourage them 
and to support them in their role as, as husbands and fathers and leaders in, in the faith in their homes. And so over the many years, we've done conferences and, and really encouraging and trying to support men who have a desire in their parishes to start small groups of other men to continue encouraging and supporting each other in their in their faith and in their families. Well, amen. And so, I mean, so the Journeyman Group is all oriented towards helping men live out their real call in life, like to be the leaders of the home. Um, why do you think it's so important for the small men's groups to be starting uh, in local parishes around the diocese? Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, we don't think about is that there is this tendency for men, especially when times are tough and the you know the things are flying and and tensions are rising and expectations and and all of those things are are pressing in a, upon a man. There's a tendency for him to try to try to fight those things and and attack uh, solo by himself, right. To try and take everything on himself. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Brett, but yeah, my head's nodding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> up and down. Oh, you know, uh, the whole I, mentality of I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I can and, do this. And I have to do this. I yep. have to do this by myself. Yep. You know, I'm not a man unless I can take this on all by myself. And, uh, and it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work that way, right? More end up more often than not, we end up lying on a heap on the floor, <laughs> saying like, "Oh, I thought I could do this, but I guess I can't." Yeah, and you look at in the past, you know what a, a network of of um, men, the way that men played an important part in the lives of other men, you know, fathers and grandfathers and uncles, and and as society has sort of fallen apart, all of those connections, and you know, there's. Um, one of the largest demographics of YouTube is young men, right? And w- what are we doing? They're like, I don't know. How do I change a tire and pulling up YouTube and figuring out? Because there's no, I mean, in a, in a beautiful way, YouTube is awesome because you can learn anything. But like in a sad way, we don't have just a, a man around us to say, hey, can you help me do this? Mm-hmm. Or we're, or we're uh, too afraid to ask for that kind of help well, from other men. I was going to say, it's also like, it also when you're in these small groups, like this is my experience. So uh, I'm a parishioner in Hill City and we have a, a men's group that meets weekly. And just like the reality of the vulnerability that comes as you continue to meet with other men. Mm-hmm. Um all of a sudden, like you realize we're very alike. We struggle with the same things, but so often we internalize, we, we don't open up. We, we kind of keep it hidden because I think that's kind of the perception of the world is men, muchismo, big, tough guys. They don't have any problems. They've got it all figured out. And I think these meetings in these small parishes allow you to, to, to truly open up, to get to know your brothers in Christ in a much deeper way, and then to continue in holiness. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the men's this men's conference specifically is entitled Restored, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, what is the, the aim and what is the uh, basic uh, talks on in regards to this whole idea of Restored? What is it all about? Well, I'm super excited about the speaker who's coming and sort of the theme that we've figured out together. And I, I don't exactly know the content of his talks. I have to talk. <laughs> I have to talk titles. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure what he's going to talk about. Uh, he's way smarter than I am. But um, Dr. Malok, uh, I think I'm saying that right. I, I, I you know, he's probably not listening. Yeah, probably I hope okay. he's not. <laughs> and if you are, feel, we apologize. Call in and tell us how to pronounce your <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, please. Uh, I've said that wrong multiple times, but 
he's the director of the Alquin Institute coming out of the Diocese of Tulsa in eastern Oklahoma. And uh, Alquin is a super cool figure, and maybe we can, I don't know how much time we have, but we can talk about him. He's a super cool figure um, who shows up in the history of the church in a time when the Roman Empire is in decline. Uh, the western side of the uh, Roman Empire is being taken over by uh, barbarians. And uh, a famous figure we just celebrated yesterday, St. Patrick, uh, ha, you know, is, is uh, prior to him, right, uh, prior to Alcuin, has restored um, monastic life and, like, uh, learning and all these, like, culture in Ireland and uh, Bede, St. Bede the Venerable in England. And Alcuin comes out of York and is tasked by uh, the Frankish king Charlemagne to help him restore right. the, um, uh, the Roman, Empire Roman Empire to become a holy Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And so um, Charlemagne knows he can't do it. He has no idea how to do it. And, and, and they find the smartest guy they can, and that's Alcuin of York. And so Alcuin comes and, and does so, so many amazing things. But what it really boils down to is uh, education, uh, restoring culture and uh, the intellectual life, and um, and an authentic friendship. Like we were, like we were just talking mm-hmm. about, you know, men to men. But just this: how do we befriend people? And like, what does that authentic Christian friendship look like? That was Alquin's mo. Mm. So the whole the whole conference is orientated towards how do we restore this Christian culture? Because I mean, as we look around the world, like mm-hmm. obviously, like. The ideas of Christianity and its teachings have, are, are falling by the wayside. Like fewer and fewer people are really. I think everybody. I think personally, everyone pretty much desires it. But at the same point, like it is a hard road. So then the talks are orientated towards helping. How do we live this out? Like how do we restore this Catholic Christian culture within, um, however terrible it sounds, this pagan world that we live in in this fallen world. Exactly, and I think uh, Dr. Maloch is going to focus <laughs> on three saints, uh, and here are the talk titles. Would that be helpful? Can we sure, talk about it? sure. So he, uh, t- talk number one is the Age of Wonder, and he's going to focus on the, benediction, the uh, Benedictine Foundation of Culture. So again, that same time period that we're talking about, uh, Benedict comes a little bit before Alcuin of York and Charlemagne. And uh, then the Age of Wisdom is the second talk, the Dominican Essence of Culture. And uh, we're going to learn all sorts of fun things from him. And uh, the final talk is the Age of Wit, which is the Ignatian Propagation of Culture. And so, yeah, I'm excited to hear what he has to say, but just really encouraging like these three amazing saints, St. Saint Benedict and, and Dominic and Ignatius. Uh, and just the impact they had as as men in the church and the various different ways that they did mm-hmm. that um, that have led us to where we are today and how we can you know follow them and continue to to make an impact on the culture in our homes and in our parishes and in the world amen um, so usually um the the Catholic Men's Conference actually uh, I've had the opportunity I've only lived here a handful of years but um <laughs> It's nice to see so many men from so many parishes all coming together and really with this unified vision of they all desire one thing. They all desire to bring holiness to their family, to their community, to their parish, to their church. And uh, I think it's really beautiful to see so many. How many, like, 
last last couple of years, how many men have been joining at these men's conferences? Yeah, it ends up being around 100 guys. Right. So right now I think we've got about 60 signed up. This is that's pretty normal about <laughs> about half of them signed up at the you know the last week of before the conference starts. It's so. the wild wild west. I always jokingly talk about yeah. that with people. I'm like, <laughs> I know you have RSVPs and registrations and stuff, but I mean, heaven forbid people actually use yeah. the registration yeah. to give you an idea cuz then all of a sudden the day of. But at the same point, like if you're floating this idea of possibly mm. possibly coming to this men's conference, that is not a, a, an out or an idea we're still saying like yeah. it will accept you at the door right we'll yeah. accept you yeah please register because uh, you know one of the beautiful things is we'll be at a terra sancta right. retreat center which is an amazing facility and they're going to be making some great fantastic food for us we're having some barbecue in the afternoon for lunch and uh and we need to know how many people are coming so that's helpful <laughs> it, does start, right? it does help <laughs> yeah no so um yeah we'll come back on the other side of the break um and continue this conversation with jacques daniel and talking about uh the men's conference here in rapid sea on march 26th so we'll be right back with jacques daniel this is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good we're local engaging and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through planned giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of planned giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our planned giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Well, good morning. It's a beautiful, sunny morning here in Rapid City, South Dakota. We are broadcasting live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore in Rapid City, South Dakota. If you're looking for any confirmation gifts, confirmations will be coming up. We're in the confirmation season, actually, here very shortly. We are so, in the confirmation I know. season. So if you're looking for good gifts for confirmation, uh, if you're in the Rapid City area, we definitely advise the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore. But go to visit your local Catholic bookstore because the truth is, if uh, we're not patrons of theirs, like they're that's, not here anymore. They're not here. <laughs> and the beautiful thing is, like, what better way to learn about our faith than going down to a bookstore that's all about our faith? That's exactly. You know, um, and it's beautiful because uh, one thing that I personally love uh, about the Catholic faith is, is the understanding of, uh, of the communion of saints and how mm-hmm. uh, the images and all that is meant to direct our hearts. To growing in our faith and having those constant reminders. So, uh, having the little saint statues. I know if my daughter was uh, received First Communion about a year or so ago and a little over, and yeah, she got a saint statue. And like that little saint statue helps remind her of her relationship with Christ and how she desires to grow in holiness on a daily basis. So, I'm like, Catholic faith is beautiful. I love it. It is. Well, and I like the idea that you can take a saint, especially um, each of my children have their first confession saint, patron saint they have their first communion patron saint of course confirmation always gets you get a saint name there and so they they pick a name and i let them pick their saint that they can build a relationship with through their, their life a spiritual relationship with and be inspired by that saint's life and that's kind of what this whole men's conference is is to focus on finding those relationships that you can use to encourage you and and model yourself after you, you find those you know, even in women, we find those old grandmas who know how to bake bread, and we find them who can sew and can do all these things to help us achieve our vocation as women, to be good mothers, to be good helpmates to our husbands. But that comes by modeling that after someone who has done it before, mm-hmm. like the lives of the saints. We model ourselves after the lives of the saints in order to, to reach heaven and, and share in that relationship even with the saints glorifying God. And I think, well, this is a great way, you know, men at this men's conference, you're finding those relationships in which you can model or be the model. I think that's also important to understand. We have an obligation. We have been gifted a beautiful faith. We've been gifted beautiful education in our faith. And we are obligated to be that model for others. Well, and I think it's beautiful. It's actually funny. I was having a conversation with my wife just the other day. And it kind of ties actually back to our our very first talk uh, with ascetical theology is I think sometimes we forget how how powerful the Holy Spirit that resides in us is, Mm -hmm. you know. And so many times I think we can get discouraged. We can say, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it it ever going to change? And it's like, let's stop limiting the Holy Spirit. Like. I mean, look at the transformation that has happened in the world because of the Catholic Church and because mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit that is just, when we open ourselves up and say, Holy Spirit, work through me. I am just yep. a vessel. You do what you want. Like, anything is possible. I love in the scriptures where it says, um, where Christ is talking about the faith, and if you only had faith, uh, you could move mountains. That just reality of, and that's what the restored is about. I see more than anything this men's conference. So we have Jacques Daniel here with us, uh, talking about uh, the restored men's conference here uh, in Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, coming up next week and on March 26th at, at Terra Santa Retreat Center. Um, and I think it's just beautiful in this whole idea of 
growing in holiness, that it's all orientated towards us to grow in holiness and to grow together as a, as a community of men to continue to strive to lead our families. Because, I mean, Jack, you can probably allude to it just as much as, as, as I can, is, is the importance of the Father. You know what? I'm just going to throw it to your ballpark really quick. The importance of the Father. Go. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, yeah, no, the a father is important. <laughs> it is one of you know, like uh, a kid only has two parents, a mom and a dad, and they're both equally important. But you know, you we've talked. I think we've talked about this before on this show that um, there's a uh, you know, the statistics that show you know when uh, the importance of the faith when a mom converts to Catholicism, right, from some something else. If mom does it by herself, the percentage or the likelihood of the rest of the family following is pretty minimal. I don't know, it's like 30% or 33, something. 33, yeah. Yeah. If dad, if dad converts to the faith, it's over 70, right? Over 70% chance that the entire family will convert to the faith because we know, we know, you know, as a dad, mm-hmm. like, the things that are important to you and the things that take precedence impact the entire family, impact how, what, what we do, how we live, you know, what money we have, all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we've seen in the culture is, you know, half of Catholic social services programs are to help uh, women who are trying to raise families without husbands, you know? And so even that absence of a father, the, the way that that's felt in the culture is huge. And I was just, um, you know, there's been a huge culture shift in uh, in the lives of men. And I was looking at a, a stat recently that was, you know, even showing the the, the declining percentage of, of boys who will finish high school, who will graduate from high school, and who will go to college. Like, it's, it's people are looking around and saying, uh, what mm-hmm. is happening? What is happening right now? And yeah. It's a huge, there's a huge impact. Well, and in that role of a father in every everyone's life, because so there's some amazing programs here in Rapid City, um, and they might not, and they're not even uh, Christian Catholic organizations in regards to to one of the organizations that I that I know people who who do a lot with. It's called Teammates here in uh, the the Black Hills area, and it's really uh, it's orientated towards kids who are at risk. Mm-hmm. And when you really look at it, most of these kids who are who are at risk also don't have a positive role model male in their life. Mm. So what it is is it pairs up these these volunteers who go into the schools. The schools let them in. And now you obviously aren't able to completely preach faith while you're there, mm. but it's this built-on relationship in between uh, these kids who are at risk who don't have that model of a father figure. And they said how that relationship, with this older individual with a with a role model with an adult figure and how having someone who cares for them how they're seeing graduation rates that were at 50% are now at 97% mm-hmm. that when we have a deep relationship with someone mm-hmm. that that cares about us and genuinely cares about us just like our loving father right mm-hmm. just like our father loves us mm-hmm. when there's that authentic true love that is shown to somebody in 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 a perfect world that is your father but when it's not, it still just shows there is this deep element that, like, lives are changed by having a deep relationship with a loving father figure. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, 
so I love the, the the men's conference. It's amazing, um, and I think it's really important to kind of make the plug again. It is uh, it's coming up on March twenty sixth, correct? March twenty sixth, it's <laughs> almost here, right? March twenty sixth, and uh, so the uh, Dr. Richard Milage is coming and talking kind of on these different elements of uh, kind of how do we restore our Christian Catholic culture to the world. Uh, yeah. And, I and th- what's men's role in that, you know? Right. We have a unique role in that. And so I think that mm-hmm. is going to be an exciting feature of it. You yeah. Know? And as you said, it. what is men's role? I think it, it, it's a call to action. So uh, all ladies who are listening, like, yeah, this is the, the opportunity to, <laughs> to prod your husband. Because the truth is, like, I mean, it's, I mean, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of men. And I think the hardest thing for me to ever uh, kind of come to grips with is when I hear older gentlemen who are like, yeah, I just didn't take my faith very seriously until yeah. I was about 60 or 70. And then I took it serious. And by then my kids have already said no to it. Because they said, you never had it be important. So I think the call for men to step up to the plate, I think, for a long time, uh, and we're still seeing it. Men have kind of backed down from from this real, not necessarily even a challenge. Like, it's a challenge to raise your family in faith. And I think this is a great opportunity for men to come together to be able to grow in that faith. And I think it's going to be great to hear his talks. They sound just... Uh, a ball, nail it out of the ballpark. One, like how how are we called as men uh, to realize what our call is in this world? And one of the things that the Alquin Institute is known for in Tulsa is uh, we don't just sit around and talk, but we experience uh, friendship and and uh, and and mirth, good food and good uh, beverages. So we're having uh, cigars and scotch and some uh, some beer that was donated from <laughs> some various breweries in the area. And uh, it's just going to be an amazing time. So, yeah. some axe give, throwing. Was, yes, axe throwing. And axe Don't forget throwing. about the axe throwing. Can you, Hopefully before the alcohol. <laughs> Otherwise, people might be losing some fingers. So is this just for men, or can um, high school boys come? You know, a lot of men bring their, bring their high school boys. Yeah. So... It is definitely something there. Obviously, they can have scotch and cigars, but yeah. they'll. But they can be. But they can be part of the conversation <laughs> and food, and there's going to be some regular snacks and uh, some good things. Where can they uh, register for this event? If they go to journeymensd.org, it'll take them right to the spot, or they can go to the uh, Rapid City Diocese website and search around and look for. Uh, Do it look the hard for the way. Icon on the homepage. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say that's the man way to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't ask for directions. I'll just look as long as I humanly possibly can. And then I'll Sorry, call. I just had to. I just thought it was a perfect opportunity. I've seen lots of cards in parishes, so look around. If yeah. you see uh, uh, the old Angelus um, man and his wife who are oh, out yeah. praying. Uh, praying, you know, um, while they're in the midst of their work. Aww. Well, that's the icon. So, thank you, Jacques, for coming on today. Yeah. I'm happy to. Well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about homeschooling. So if you have so don't know what that means, stay tuned because we're going to tell you right na- after this break. <laughs> 